Hey, audio listener. Welcome to the AV Epics Podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Check out our Patreon and Locals community for exclusive content, access to our private Discord, and so much more. And don't forget to review our podcast to help spread the word. And now, let's dive into the adventure. Next live. Hello, everybody. <laughs> we are live. Zach's going to be sitting in the, the sexy seat right now because he's a sexy man with nice background. I'm going to be off screen for this AV Epics. A little AV Epics. Uh, what do I want to say? What are we doing? A live stream? Yeah, we're doing a yeah, live stream. Okay. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome to AV Epics live stream. I'm Dan Stacy. You are about to witness my nerdy friends and I use silly voices and digital dice to tell a great story. We are going to be doing the Pathfinder bounty, the White Fang Worm. In Pathfinder 2nd Edition, we're using Foundry. Jacob the Master is going to be running this game. And uh, as always, uh, you can support uh, Avenue Studios through Locals and Patreon. We're still doing that supporter challenge. If we can get a few more people in, we will be doing that special Kanaga movie night, which we all very much look forward to with tons of giveaways, including miniatures painted by this guy right here, dice, uh, DVDs of Kanaga, dice pads, lots of other funny giveaway things. But the giveaways will only be available for our patron and local supporters. So uh, if you want to become part of the family forest, check us out there. Links below. And uh, I think most importantly, we have one of our special guests today playing with us is Adam from the Interplanar Crossroads. So I'm going to quick switch screens and uh, he'll give a little shout out as to what he's up to. As I run to the background and switch so we can see all these beautiful people. Do, 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 do. There we are. You guys are up. I'm just a disembodied voice in the background. <laughs> Okie dokie. Awesome. So, I'm supposed to talk now? I suppose. Yeah, this you is know, your if, chance. If you want. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, greetings and salutations, travelers. I am Adam from the Inn of Planar Crossroads, and uh, we just had a very big thing happen for the channel. We made it to a thousand subscribers. So that means that we are going, yeah, that means we're going to be give, doing our giveaway for the 1,000 subscriber thing. Uh, we should, if everything goes according to plan, I'm very busy trying to get things ready for the Adventure Academia that's coming up. But uh, if everything goes according to plan, there should be a giveaway video coming out Friday, Friday, if I can get it edited tomorrow and uploaded, and it should discuss the things that we're going to be doing. Just a quick rundown of that is the chicken races PDF, the two different right, uh, two different dice giveaways, one for a single large metal dice and one for some plastic dice with a whole bunch of different sides and stuff. And then the other final thing will be a live game that I'll run for some some support, some people that want to uh, get involved in that. But that's mainly what we've got going on at the end of Planar Crossroads. So that that's the main focus for right now. Anyway. Awesome. Cool. So yeah, you take is over. everybody is everybody ready to play some Pathfinder Second Edition? It's so exciting! Bring it on. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. So real quick, I just want to go around the room. Uh, how much experience do you guys have with Pathfinder Second Edition? I just Zechariah, how about you start us off? Pathfinder 2e, um, I just a handful of one shots like this. So I'm not as familiar with the system itself, but I'm very familiar with Perfect. the world and lore of Glorian. 
Uh, yes, you are. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Compass. Uh, I've been playing since the playtest, but um, that's been kind of on and off throughout the years. Uh, so I know a bit, but at the same time, um, you know, plenty of breaks. And I know nothing about the world of Glorian. Nice. Love it. Uh, and then Adam. Uh, as far as playing, this will be actually the first time I've ever played. Uh-oh. But this, Ooh. but I'm familiar with some of the way it's supposed to work. So I sure picked the uh, an interesting thing to go with for a first character, I guess. Yes, uh, you did. So, uh, and, uh, I I watched after I decided to play this on you know video about what's the most complicated things to play in Pathfinder. <laughs> I said Oracle. It's like oh yeah. great, great, yeah. I mean, it didn't sound too bad, but most complicated <laughs> the DM. That's <laughs> kidding. Awesome. So the three of you find first of all let's talk a little bit about your character and your character's history together because i love your characters um so we'll go back around and uh, well who wants to start any volunteers take that as a no i guess I start okay <laughs> all right so i'm playing visage visage has not always been known by this name but now goes by it he was a man down on his luck, scrounging his way in society, tempting and succumbing to loot from the dead. He began the life as a criminal, growing in confidence and pushing his luck. He entered a tomb where his life was drastically changed. A curse fell upon him, causing his mind and body to warp. Souls damned like his whispered to him, for they too have a purpose. He now is drafted into the service to lay the rest of forlorn souls throughout the world to earn rest for he and his spirits, draped in bandages and the grave robber's outfit to hide his mangled form. He's equipped with studded leather armor, a sword, pistol, and a course, his lantern. The lantern once used to illuminate treasure now illuminates the knowledge of the world where no secret, no hidden, no escape from the sight of his light. I love it. Uh, and how did you meet your friends? I'll let them figure that out. All right. <laughs> Tongo. I am Dango. I am Mashuni from the River Kingdoms. Ousted long time ago by strange forces of the Fae. I travel the world holding to oaths of loyalty, order, and seeking knowledge. I have found over my journey that the ways of man is chaotic, disheveled, but all eventually comes to rest where it can be sorted through, dug up and unearthed, and there true knowledge lies. The passing of creatures sets their lives records in a tome that can be read by those who have the pause to dig it up. Uh, awesome. And how how did you meet your friends? Wandering away through the world, I stumbled across ruins of a tragic, tragic scene. Many lives lost by strange forces that scattered away their lives and laid them ever so neatly to rest. Except for some. This thing. <laughs> But it liked me, so I decided to carry it along with me, and every once in a while when I look at it, it just... Hmm, 
makes me wonder if the end is not so settled. And what exactly is this thing? Good question. Adam? (laughs) This thing is a small category skeleton that seems to be composed of a variety of different species. Known as wee little bones, it's an tattered children's dress usually that is often blue with a matching bow and tends to grab little household items as armor like her kitchen knife and her uh, frying pan, I guess it was, that I decided for its um, shield. This odd creature doesn't cut a very intimidating figure. However, there is more to this little skeleton, undoubtedly, since it has a purpose. Instead of journeying alone, Wee Little Bones prefers to hide in the packs and sacks of adventurers to get, which is uh, what she ten, what it she tends to do with our little Shuni Paladin, which she calls Puppy. Doesn't uh, doesn't really call it by Tongo. Calls him Puppy all the time, uh, and the if the viewers would like to imagine we will have li- wee little bones tell them a little story about her tell them her favorite bedtime story in a cold place on a hot cold night a cold man cold one warmed itself by the at a fire a fire that it started a fire that it watched with evil satisfaction, consume an orphanage. The screams of those trapped within played and demented music in the ears of the Firestarter. And that thing did not leave until naught but char and ash was left. In the malicious flame could be heard, and now snow ever stayed long on the ruinous remain. Until one fateful day, a Ferasman traveler came upon the spot. Even in the bright sunlight, the traveler could tell there was a sorrow and sadness attached to the place. Knowing nothing of the area's history, the traveler simply offered a rite of peaceful rest from the bones land in a spiral and went on their way. The traveler did not see a spiral form in the ash, nor did nor a bundle of bones rise from the center of that spiral. It did not see wee little bones. Awesome. Nice. I love it. What brings the three of you to the village of Aminuit? In the north. I guess for visage. I guess for visage. He would have been told by something to come here to fill his duty. How about for Zechariah's character, Tongo? In the north, the frost freezes and preserves everything that lies below. 
When you dig into it, you find something so much more real. Something caught in the moment of its passing. The last drop of ink on the Tome of Life. It is so much clearer to read. And at this time, having met we little bones, some additional clarity about this final moment of passing is just driving him to to understand it more fully. And then the tag along, <laughs> we little bones, are you just tagging along for the ride? Well, Pupper is just so nice. I like to go with Pupper, cause, cause Pup, Pup takes me where I need to go. Awesome. So the three of you are walking through the, um, the town, the central square of this little town, this little village, and you see uh, two humanoids pounding up signs all over the notice board. The, specifically, the one that you guys see has the worm. There on the um, picture it says oh. "wanted." And how long have you guys been here in this village? Out of curiosity, mm. I'll roll a die. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good idea. You guys we, have been here for ten days. <laughs> <laughs> we little bones and keep track of time like that. That's right. You guys have been in this village for about 10 days. Uh, and you would actually recognize the village owner, the village leaders of... I pulled it down. Hold on. There it is. Uh, Jean the Blade and Urotaki the Elder. And they're chatting as they nail up the final nail in a scrolled piece of of hide on the village notice board. And they turn and see you, and Joan is the first one to speak up. Ah, um, you, you are those newcomers to the town, yeah? Yes, that would be us. What is this strange being that you are putting up? Uh, well, it's been interrupting our trade around town, and, and uh, it's been attacking trade the trade route. We've had many people sight it. Ah, I see. There, there's it a... brings death to those it comes across, does it not? Oh, yes, it destroys their equipment. It It's not much bigger than those uh, harbor seals over there swimming. And it points out across the water. And yet in so strange a form, it carries much danger with it. It must be eradicated. Uh, Sheshu, the, uh, the elder, speaks up. Um, well, I think it's much bigger than those, and from what I hear, it is fairly capable of destroying everything. Where are your beasts? We'll see you when we come across it. Oh, wait, you, you're, you're, you're going to go kill this? You, we have about 16 gold pieces worth of shiny, shiny things for you. If you do so. Hmm. Yes, a reward for this. That would make our journey easier. I mean, why else would you just go kill it? I mean, it, it, it would not affect you. <laughs> yes, 
keep thinking that way. Uh, Jorn, uh, kind of scratches, he scratches his chin, and he looks up at you guys, and he goes, Oh, you know, actually, for five silver pieces, you can, you can rent my dogs. I'll help get you quicker. You can travel right across the ice. And he points across the bay. Or, or you can walk. I mean, that that's fine, too. So they're sled dogs. Yes. Puppies? It's just, it just kind of comes across, comes out of the backpack. Uh, yes, we think it's... Not the, not the thing. Not we little bones. We... Why is your backpack speaking? I have a funny little companion. It has an affinity for puppies. <laughs> he looks at you uh, quizzically. <laughs> uh, will will it eat my will it will it eat my dogs? Hmm. Hasn't eaten this dog yet. Uh, okay. I don't really know. Maybe we should find out. Uh, the trip... Uh, uh, Seshu speaks up. Uh, the trip across um, the White Fang Bay might find it troubling. This, If you rent the sled dogs, you'll get to your destination a lot quicker. And well, something to eat. Uh, there's a smile across Bjorn's face. Ah, puppies got jokes. No, puppies have jowls and bellies. Hmm. Visage, what do you think? Do you want to bother with their troubles here, or shall we continue on to the next town? We don't really need anything here. It's been a pleasant stay enough, but not exactly the warmest of receptions. Let us hurry on. We will head over the mountains Wait, and. Uh, I, I mean, uh, you guys. But I want to see the puppies. We can go see the puppies and then we will leave them happily here. We can't ride on the puppies? If. Um. Uh, perhaps we can arrange for the dogs to take us to the local outposts. I, I mean, we'll, we'll pay. I, you don't have to do this. I, I mean, I just thought that you guys look like you could handle yourselves. We can, but why can we not we handle have... the beast yourself? You have beast masters uh... and lore masters and they should go out and chase these for you. Go find some of the Olfen. They will love a hunt. I, I'm not sure why they, they don't seem to want to hunt it. It is why we put up the bounty. Of course, I mean, I thought that you don't have to do this, and that's fine. I just thought this would be a good way for you to make money. Hmm. I'm sure one of the Olfens will step up and hunt it before you. Maybe you're not capable. Let's see what we know about this thing. 
Nor are there supply routes that have been taken out by this creature, it seems. Uh, so... Did somebody say they wanted to, like, recall knowledge? Yeah. Essentially? Let's see what we got here. Arcana? What kind of lores do you have? Mm-hmm. No, you don't I'm have sorry, lore. what's being recalled knowledge on? The creature. I have ancient regions. Oh. I'll yeah. use my esoteric knowledge. Oh, that's right. You have that. <laughs> you guys are too fast. Switch into the map. Zach, uh, I can't see your dice. You're going to uh, change that to secret. Or not private, but the other one. Blind GM roll. What? Um, oh, right. It's blind. Oops. Public roll or blind GM roll? Blind GM roll. If you both want to re-roll those. Blind okay. to me. Okay, got please. it. That's more fun for our listeners. Um. All right. <laughs> yeah, question marks Visage. in the chat. Always good. Always good. All right. Visage, you remember that was a regular success. Um, and Tangle, you are unsure. But uh, Visage, you are thinking with the description of what they're saying. It's probably a drake or a worm of some sort. They're smaller cousins to the dragons, lack some of the more power. They lack some of the their more powerful cousins' most terrifying abilities, but still dangerous nonetheless. Jorn says that there's um, a fin that runs down its spine, and he believes it's a he believes that the creature is a, to be a silver dragon. No, you look at the depiction; it seems more along the lines of a drake. It will not be as ferocious of a dragon, but it does have quite a few similarities. Mm-hmm. Now, speaking about those dogs, bone? since this creature is obviously, you know, taking care of a lot of your trade routes, you're probably suffering greatly. If you could be a kind lad and throw us a bone... You can help us get over there much easier than the five silver pieces offered. A giggle comes from the backpack. <laughs> uh, are you attempting to request or like make the cheaper on the? Yeah. Uh, give me a diplomacy check, please. All right. Uh, Jorn looks at you and says, I oh, I think that I, if you don't bring me back to Wim, you will owe me six silver pieces for the ride. Yes? And so we bring him back alive. Not alive. No, no, I meant it. bring me back a... A sign, its head, its fang, its fin, something that I know it would it is dead. Hmm. It's do bones. Not, do not bring it back alive. So we bring back I mean, we kill the creature, take a trophy, bring it to you, and we'll get the sled sled ride for free. Yes. And you'll get the sixteen uh, gold pieces and treasures that I promised. Uh, 
Very well. We shall take care of this nuisance for you. Now, oh. for our newer to Pathfinder 2nd Edition, 16 gold pieces is actually a good chunk of change. Um, I don't remember the exact ratio from Pathfinder 1st Edition, but it's a it's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, basically a silver piece in Pathfinder 2 is a gold piece in Pathfinder 1. Okay. Just silver so you guys standard know. instead of gold standard. Yep. Okay. In Pathfinder 1, the reward would be like 160 gold pieces. Just wanted to just throw that out there. I think uh, Tonka will, will kind of kind of move aside to uh, Visage away from the the others in the town. And of course, bring little wee little bones with them. What is it you seek from this beast? Do you just wish to slay it? Is the gold of any real consequence here? Yes. If they hear the voices crying out, I think this is why I came to begin with. Something was amiss here. Mm. I think I have finally found it. Indeed, to me it seems to be a harvester of this death and plague upon these people. It will be fascinating to see what it is that nearly brings them to so much ruin. Perhaps it has laid waste to many Cultures, towns, lands before this, maybe it has a legacy of it. It is very intriguing. Um, it is a shame that the local townsmen just see it as nothing but business in exchange. Yes, all life seems to be more complicated than they let on. Feeling without any interesting experiences they go about the days in simple terms not realizing that one consequence can shape the world they now live hmm. what about you wee little thing does this intrigue you i want you? to ride the puppies and get ah, new okay well That is as guiding a force as any. We'll go hitch up the team. Pack our provisions. Visage, see if there's anything more that you can learn. Any more tales. Who knows? And then I'll we'll go... find out for you. I'll go make things right, ready and guys. give we Little Bones a chance to play with the puppers. <laughs> you guys head over to the dog sleds and begin to load up um an hour later you begin to depart uh during that hour though could you give me a role from visage in finding more information amongst the town you could use society or if you want to just do more lore checks as if you were researching i guess lore checks it would be i'll put in the modifier but basically anything uh, Hmm. I guess it would technically be a minus two because of the uh, divers' knowledge. Well, when you roll a nat 20... Oh, snap. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll, I'll reveal it just to show you. Um, you 
quickly figure out with using triangulation of where the attacks are um, and what's happening. You definitely get the idea of where the, the general area of the den is. And with that, you also know that this is not a drake nor a dragon. It is a giant worm. Hmm. When you say giant, what size category? Uh, in Pathfinder 2nd Edition terms, technically it's still a medium creature. Okay, okay. I was just trying to figure that out. And Interesting. So what is different about the worms versus drakes? Uh, the worm... It, this particular... Let me see if I can bring it up. This is... First of all, not not the best question for me, but <laughs> the this is a um, tatsel worm. Oh, not tatsel as... worm, nice. <laughs> um, so I, I'm not as familiar. The I believe the difference is, is they don't have back legs, right? The drakes have back legs, and a worm does not. A drake mm. has wings and back legs. Like Skyrim, but not for yeah. a worm arms. has front legs and is serpentine. Yeah. Ah. Thank okay. you. All right. Ew. So you, you guys to begin to head across. Uh, well, you. I'm sorry. Would you relay that information to your teammates? Oh yeah. Okay. What we hunt is a worm. On legs, but the back is like a snake. Expect, expect what it could come with. If it is, if it truly has the ideas of a snake, it will be smarter than a lot will give it credit for. There's great prestige in slaying these things, at least if they are anything like the great Lenorn worms of the north. It makes kings. Hmm. Let us see. Will we little bones get to be a king? Do you wish to be a king? No. Hmm. Well, then you may pretend to be a king to your heart's content while it lasts. Okay. Hmm. But I'll get some bones. Yes? Yes, you may pick out the prettiest of bones. Oh, good. And she hops on the cart ready to go. I forgetting that she's supposed to hide in the backpack. I want to make an occultism roll to see how the the killings around have maybe influenced religion, magics, and wards. What kind of a legacy and impression has it left on the people for its um, threat? Interesting, because I would say probably more society. But I want to see. Uh, I want to see the the more grand effects, I suppose. But society okay. would be fair as well. Let's do society. I mean, I, I was going to let you argue and say that it was very much worth uh, rolling your occultism. But <laughs> there we go. Awesome. Uh, you with that roll would know that slaying this this worm would bring your name would be written in the books here as somebody who helped the town. Maybe not a full-blown hero, but hmm. 
is that the is that what you're looking for? You're I'm, looking for I'm more looking. I'm looking at what the what the terror and trauma of having this creature here has already done to them. Like, do uh, yeah. do people There's just definitely fear? There's fear and uh, fear of not having enough goods for trade and be able to get food uh, back and forth from amongst the ice and via the ship. Um. Because uh, you know the way they survive is through trade. Mm. Can we see your sex roll? No. Mm. Okay, just checking. <laughs> that was a trick question. <laughs> the voice in the sky asks if they can see Zex roll. I am the god of the stream. Mm-hmm. Hey, hey. <laughs> All right, so you guys begin your departure uh, out, out across the ice, um, White Fang Bay. Now, then we're going to do a little exploration activity. So uh, you guys choose what you're going to do. Investigate, scout, search, follow the expert. There's a couple different options. Um, Can we track? What, yeah. what, do we, what do we call, what do we do for tracking? I seem to be pretty good at that. Uh, let me bring Probably it up. survival. Okay. Uh, oh, and the only reason I'm allowing track is because of the critical success on the research that Visage was doing, because technically you would have to do search first to find the tracks. Okay. But Visage has created the area for which you can do that. And yes, you would have to roll survival. Nice. So you may, you may, and then what would the other two be doing during this exploration mode? I mean, if we're being frank about it, we little bones is probably trying to ride the puppers as they're trot along. Oh, I love it. But I'm not sure how that would affect anything. No, I think that's more of just a flavor. It takes away from you're not searching or scouting or investigating anything. But it's beautiful. I guess if anything, Visage will just be keeping an eye out. Because he's thinking that this creature will probably try ambushing them. Scouting then? I I think so. Okay, yep. That gives a plus one if we go into combat. Alright, so an hour into your uh, sledding across this frozen bay, you find the tracks in the snow, or in the ice and marked all over. Uh, can I have a perception check, please, from the person doing the uh, scout or search activities? So that would be Visage. All right. Very nice. You sp- instantly spot this trickery. It this The paths have been crossed over multiple times, and you can tell that one it heads off into some unstable ice. It looks like it might even be collapsing. And then the other, it circles back in front of it and goes off towards where you have figured out that the layer is most likely. Mm-hmm. It seems like we can either go to those, uh, to the unstable ice that way, or to its probable layer that way. I suppose we should probably go to the layer. But what do y'all think? Hmm. We little bones puts on her 
kettle helmet or you know her, her pot helmet and her gets out her kitchen knife out of her little baggie that has all of her other bones in it and says we are ready awesome so you guys head towards the lair of the worm and you avoid the lair the, it is <laughs> the collapsing ice hazard hazard yeah let's that let's hazard. avoid that let's go let's go dig in <laughs> what are we avoiding he looks around probably probably too light to do anything to the ice we're avoiding going for a little uh, swim <laughs> Oh, but I like swimming. Well, you All can right. be sure to enjoy it after we have encountered the beast. Unfortunately. So you... Go ahead. Sorry. I require breathing. Oh. Let us go find this lair. Do we have an idea of what kind of a lair this thing would make? Um, all right, so you guys head off and in the direction, following the tracks, a lot of help from Visage, uh, successfully finding the lair about three hours later. So you've done four hours of traveling as you've arrived to a, um, a, an upthrust of ice in the middle of the bay. And you can definitely see an entrance that goes into it. So you guys are standing outside of this cavern. Uh, the northern sun is still high in the sky, and the rays of light definitely are reflecting throughout the cavern, as you can see from outside. Nice. Hmm. So what do you guys do? Do you just walk right in? Uh, so... I guess for um, our uh, Tongo, you... You probably need to do some sort of survival for figuring out when was the last time it was here. Okay. Hmm. Is somebody rolling survival? Yeah, I think so. Awesome. Fantastic. Uh, with that roll, you would assume... It looks like the creature is within the den. Hmm. We have caught a dwelling. Looks like it may have even. Go ahead. We have caught a dwelling within. It is ready to greet us. Let us go. We will encounter the beast, see what it's made of. Maybe it is well contented and happily eating away at some. Poor hapless bear. Ooh, will I get yes. bear bones then? Well, I... Bear bones. Ah. And she looks at herself. <laughs> and toddles off towards the entrance. Ah, this... I love it. Funny little thing. Um, should um, we stealth in? We don't have tokens <laughs> on the screen. Yep, I'm not going to oh. give you tokens until you tell me the order. So I was just waiting. I was giving you guys a minute. I'm willing to go in first. Yeah, we should try stealthing in. Alright. This is going to be in the middle. Keep the light in the middle. Okay. 
I see nothing but black. Yep, I'm going to drop your token in. You guys are rolling some stealth checks. Oh, okay. Go. Hmm. Nice. How does so you guys can move yourself within this square as you enter the um the building, the area. Alright. You guys have vision, correct? We're, yeah. Yes, uh, we're, I guess you're, we're in the kind of like a tactical free form here. Yeah, that you're in a weird position because you don't see anything around the corner. All right, well, I assume we're going to be sneaking. Yeah, as you attempt to sneak around the corner, uh, a voice booms out. What are you doing here? You better not let Weasel Bones answer, because she's going to be straight about it. Actually... Can I tell what direction it came from? came from the east of you. East? Uh, west. Like where wow. we came from? Nope, sorry. Okay. You are east of the creature, sorry. <laughs> yeah. That was a bad one. <laughs> and what do you... Uh, what are you... I am Salarn. Are you the, the worm that's been in the area? <laughs> this is my area. Hmm. Hmm. It seems like our people around here don't take kindly to that idea. I am king of this place. And who trespasses here? We little bones goes over to her and goes over to to Tongo and says, oh, "You're right. They made kings. They do indeed. Well, how fortunate it is willing to speak with us. Let us let us find out who it is. And Tongo will address the um the creature." None trespass here, but those who are unwelcomed. Perhaps we can converse a while. We have no claim to your lands. Rather, a deep interest in understanding the nature of your kingdom. Uh, this is my kingdom, yes. Are you here to steal more of my fish? You desire fish? We have no desire for this your is, fish. This is my kingdom, and those are my fish. Hmm. You must be speaking of the townspeople. We pass through. We will not take any fish if you do not wish. Does this please you? Uh, of course. Hmm. But all of those other fishermen constantly taking my fish. Hmm. They must stop it or pay me in fish. 
How much fish do you want? Enough to fill my belly. But you're really big, aren't you? <laughs> do you do you wish to see me? Well, most certainly and indeed. Well, I don't know. We'll, I guess, to, oh, to wee uh, little bones, we'll see how shiny, perhaps, his bones really are. Oh, there oh, we go. Okay. From behind the wall, a creature appears to you. And I shared it in chat, so our people in can also see it. Ooh. I see. I just need enough fish to keep growing. Hmm. <laughs> More growing, but you look big already. Uh, it travels across to over here. Hmm. I guess I lean over to Visage and be like, it will consume the fish until it has grown to a size which it can consume the town, perhaps. That would be most fascinating. But at the time, it doesn't seem to seek death and destruction, only to be fed. It may not be really worth our interest. That goes, goes against what the townspeople have said. It's already sown death. Attack supply routes. This fish story doesn't make sense. To the worm. You there, worm. I wish to know. Apparently, I... there's a lot of stories about you attacking supply routes and even sowing death amongst people. Are these true? It's my life or theirs. And why did you attack? Those are my fish. As you see, he even says he attacks. Hmm. He doesn't play. Great Worm, when do you next intend hey. to go hunting for the townsfolk? It pauses and takes quite a while to answer the question. <laughs> I do not hunt the townsfolk. I hunt because fishes that they steal. You don't even eat them? Uh, of course I eat them. What a waste of death that would be. But, but you said you don't hunt them. If you hunt something, you eat something. Uh, uh, I didn't want to waste it. Or I didn't want to waste it either. But I don't eat the meat. I just take the bones. It, it, it paces around impatiently. So you are in my lair. You've come to question me. You found it here. And my patience grows thin. Hmm. 
Well, we didn't come to question you to start with. To, to start with, we came to kill you, but that's... I, I don't know that we're going to do that anymore. Yeah, as you say that, instantly they go into a very combative state. Hmm. You have, I'll allow you one reaction to calm the... The dragon. To, to calm the dragon? I mean... Or the worm. I mean, I don't uh, want to no, necessarily not we, calm not it. We, <laughs> not we little bones. Uh, at this point, it's Visage and Tongo. Would you just yeah, go? I don't think either of us want to calm it. Awesome. <laughs> no. All right. Roll I initiative. I think we're destroying. Then. Yep. I'm going to. Um, right, so oh, wait, wait. Initiative first, right? Yeah. Yep. Amazing. I will eat you all then. So to roll initiative, Zechariah. Yes, what I'm uh, looking for. On the gray bar. It's under attributes and it says initiative pre perception. If you're in your character sheet, it is on the left hand side and it's under initiative. And you just hit the, the little dice. And then a pop up menu will pop up. Ah, there it is. Awesome. All right. We begin this encounter, Visage. You begin the combat with three actions. What are you going to do? All right. First things first, I'm going to exploit weakness. Basically, oh. I do a knowledge check against its DC. And if I succeed, well, I, I could go off of all that. Oh. Uh, 12. Um, I'm going to guess that's probably a failure. That is a failure, yes. Alright, failing to recall, uh, you instead tend to exploit a more personal vulnerability. You can exploit only the pers creature's personal antithesis. Okay. And, but, and my weapon attacks count as magical against it. Okay. Alright, so then with my two other actions, I just prepare a strike when it gets into range. Okay. We little bones. Uh, let me see. We Little Bones will step over to behind, <clears throat> behind, um, let me see, move is one action. Yep. And then magic weapon will be cast on um, the weapon that her, her pupper paladin will use. Okay. So if you hit so cast for me. Okay. And it will automatically use the spell. Did you? Oh, did you hit it? Yeah. Well, it might just be me. Oh, there it is. There we oh, go. It's, there it is. Now. Oops, sorry, I clicked on something. Here, good. I'm gonna delete yours. Okay, good. There we go. All right. Which weapon, Tongo? Which weapon would you draw out? A javelin. Your flail, your dagger, your. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to throw his sticks and go get them. That's, That's what he's going to do. That is yeah. that is how puppers do. We're going to throw sticks. So Lauren moves forward and goes, ah, that, that dogs, they always taste the best. All right. Uh, and then and I'll we will goes, ah, it eats the puppies. <laughs> Mess. Uh, visage, you swing your short sword towards Salarin as... It comes up to get into Tongo's face. 
Uh, its first action is going to be a breath attack. Belches a puff of frigid vapor into the face of you. Can you please, Tongo, yep. Zechariah's character, please give me a fortitude save. Is that a line or a single target? Single target. Okay. That's a yeah, success. You should swap your... Nice. You should stop. Um, put your rolls back to public instead of oh, blind. I, I revealed it. Okay. So cool. you're only clumsy one as the breath hits your face. Okay. And then his last action is going to be to claw at you, missing you. Uh, at least he's not rolling like those big mice, those big rats in the uh, in the other game. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, just horrible. so you know, clumsy one is your movements become clumsy and inexact. Clumsy always includes a value. You take the status panel equal to that condition value to dexterity-based checks and DCs. Okay. Just so you know. So the, it is Tongo's turn. Okay. So um, Tongo is just going to try and stab this thing three times. Um, but as the as the beach comes, approaches and and like. Uh, hits him with this um, frigid air. He will welcome the beast and saying, Come, test yourself against us and earn again your kingdom. That is the way of things. And with that, I'm going to stab, stab, stab. Okay. So, let's see. Under actions, so I roll, so roll the uh, javelin strike. Yep, you're going to roll uh, the plus five, zero, and the negative five for all three actions. Okay. So you, first you're going to do the plus five, and then you're going to do the plus zero. Uh, the That misses Okay. as you stab out. So if I um, roll this again, will it know to put that penalty on? Nope, you're going to click. Minus, yeah, the first map minus. You see where it says map minus... Um, five. No, I don't. What? Do you see where it says minus or it says plus zero? Oh, I was go. wondering if oh, that was that, that's a hit, though. Oh, wait a minute. No, that it was still not... has that five. I'm really just five, not yeah. sure where that is. You're okay with minus five penalty because it's your multi attack that misses. Oh, that's what map means. Okay, gotcha. So this, this next yep, will have multi attack penalty. Got it. Yep. All right. All three javelin pokes miss. Oh, dear. And Solarin looks you in the eyes and goes, <laughs> Tasty doggos. Nobody eats doggos. Visage. All right. So Visage he is going to... um. Uh, oh, it's not loaded up. I'll drag it on. He's going to have... um. The skin starts coming out between his bandages that have eyes and mouths on them as he begins to demoralize Solarian. Mm. Alright, roll that intimidation check. That is a failure. Oh. Well, I'll move behind him and I'll strike him. Missing. Uh, would the 16 hit or no? Uh, 16 would hit. Okay. Oh, that's right, because you have the bonus. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, wait a minute. If it's if you're talking for flat-footed, that is calculated with a flat-footed bonus. Oh, sorry. Oops, yeah, get rid of that then. All right, you did not hit. It automatically oh. did it. We little bones. Right. Uh, we little bones will go over right about here and try to say nobody eats my little doggies and we'll say something to itself so that's a move now we're going to cast ancestral touch from our divine focus point okay it's a it says ashes ashes we all fall down (laughs) and attempts to ancestral touch The, they succeed by one, Ace. so that is okay. they take half damage. So still roll damage. Okay. And they take half. Two, one. <laughs> <laughs> and I have one focus pool now. Yep, you have one focus pool. So I'll yep. need to make sure. Okay. Uh, so that was one. Yep, that is two. One a move. Move action. I guess I could go all the way up and try <laughs> to to get all the way up on the focus points. Mm. I think that that does a spell like that take map since uh, it's a touch spell. Technically, yes. Okay, then it won't. Uh, instead, it'll just try use the eight action for. Uh, you technically haven't made an attack yet, so oh, you won't have you know a penalty. Actually, that does not have the attack trait. Interesting. Hmm. So, no. Okay, then it. I will try to do an Ancestral Touch again. Because oh. that makes sense for what we Little Bones would do. So we're going to cast that again. I'm just double-checking. Uh, has the Divine trait... Nope, I think that you can use it again. Okay, well, I was expecting two hands. <laughs> I guess that's what she did. She kind of picked it up and she's got both her hands. Awesome. Uh, another success. Roll damage. Alright. Why do you keep touching me? I imagine that oh, it's another one damage. And I'm at max focus now. So. All right. Uh, Solarin, unsure why it's being touched, but really wants to taste that puppers. <laughs> uh, first action is going to be to bite. That's going to be a hit. Nice. Tongo, you take 10 points of damage. Woof. As it bites, as Solarin bites you. Then claws out at you, hitting you yet again. And that's with the penalty. Ooh, that is 12 points of damage, which actually is going to bring you down to dying. One. Yep. Uh. Uh, Solarin smiles as you go down and turns to Visage. I will taste this next. Uh, hitting you on the money 
for Are 13 you stop points. rolling so high? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, Tango, you actually move in the initiative order to right above Salaren, just so you know when you go unconscious. Okay. Visage, what do you, what do, you do? Demoralized gun. Uh, that is a I success. Won. Better be. And I will try striking at him. Missing. Ah, why, why does this happen to me? Alright, I'm gonna just try attacking again. Missing again. These roll All right. low, low rolls on the dice. Enter. Alright, we little bones. Your puppers has gone down to the ground. Tongo! So it'll actually use its real name. Alright, let me see. Um, I'm supposed I was supposed to have rolled something for this too as an oracle. Let me see. Oracular curse. Okay. Um, I've got to roll to see which one, which ancestor's dominant. I think it says. So three. I think that's the spell casting one. Preferred action yeah. is to cast a spell. Yep. Uh, moderate curse benefit, major curse benefit. Non-cantrip spells without duration. Oh, I think I only get the moderate right now. So, yeah, I think you've gone to moderate. Yep, you are at moderate. So I can't get up to ma- I can't get up to maximum until later. But that means I'm going to be casting a spell. So. Uh, you gain a status bonus to their damage and healing equal to the spell's level. Alright, we're going to cast Harm. And don't have to move, so we're going to do all three actions. Wait, wait, wait. That's a... Uh, you disperse negative energy in 30 foot? No. Yeah, please don't do that. Uh, yeah, that would hurt That would hurt Tongo. <laughs> yeah. A lot. I, I forgot that I forgot that the stack was for how far it, what it did, not necessarily how much damage. Yeah. Okay. The so. second one is going to do the most damage. Mm. Especially at this level. The range is touch, though, and it's right there, so let mm. me see. Does this have a the attack tag? It doesn't look like it. Nope. Yeah, I don't think it does. So I can do all three actions on this? No, I can't. You can do two, which is going to be uh, the... It's a 1d8 plus eight. Or... Right. Yep. Yeah. Alright, let's do... Harm versus living. We'll do a level... If I, I can do two level ones, or I can do two as a verbal and somatic. See, I wish it right. worked that way. You, you can only do... You only have one spell slot left, essentially. Okay. I'm missing that. I was missing that, then. Okay, okay. so... We're going to try and do what we can. Alright. So, we're going to try and do a harm... Double uh, at the... The two... Alright, so in the chat box, if you click harm versus living, it should cast it for you. 
I don't know if you see that. It says lacks permission to update chat message. Oh, well, let me do that. All right, go ahead and hit the cl the cast button. Then I don't know why it's giving me a hard time. Okie dokie. Cast. Now hit the harm versus living and see what happens. Now th this is automatic damage because it's a living creature, correct? Yes. Or do they, they still have to make the fortitude save? Let me let me double check. Save DC is seventeen basic fort for half, I would guess. Yeah, that's what's happening here. All right. Your spell goes out, and they do a failure, so roll damage. Yes! Yay! Two! two a plus grand eight. total plus of two plus eight. It's ten damage. You I mean, so far, Wee Little Bones has done the most damage yeah. to Veg. <laughs> yeah! yeah. Wee Little Bones has one action left. Uh, gonna... Do you have a heal? Uh, I do not. Yeah, okay. Little Bones is not a not that type of a oracle. Um, but I do have an aid action I can do. So I guess I will aid. Uh, I will aid. Oh, visage. Well, am I allowed to make a? Is this how it is, is stabilizing a thing that in second edition? If you have. Um, one, this there's the option of the spell, or two, if you have healer's kit, which you do not, you could oh. stabilize using the healer's kit. So I can't stabilize by rolling medicine. No, you, you can if you have the healer's tools. Oh, okay. All right. Well then, nope. I'll have to do an aid action. I don't think an aid action would benefit Tongo, but Correct. it would it it would benefit. Visage. So we'll do an aid action for Visage. Okay. And what what are you rolling to give them aid? Um. I. Deception does not do like a flat-footed thing. That's well, only you... for. They'll be feigning. Yeah, right. you do faint. Yep. Okay, I'll do that with deception. All right. So. Yep. That's directly against Salarin. So go ahead and roll that then. Roll your deception. Nice. Oh, nice. That wow. is is that a critical success right now? Let me double check. The, this might be what you need. The needed. Tesla worm just doesn't oh, know what to make <laughs> of this pile of wee little bones. <laughs> it is yeah, the, unsure. It's wee little bones that keeps hurting it just by touching it. <laughs> Oh, very nice. Because of the um, Frightened One condition, that is a critical success. Sick. So that Ooh. means that it is completely off guard, and its target is flat-footed against melee attacks that you attempt to the end of your next turn. Nice. Oh, okay. So, uh, right. Tongo, it's your turn. Can you please make me a recovery check how do so that is under you that is under utility and there is a button that's not there utility oh there it is it says recovery check 
Yep. If you're in your character sheet, yep. it is next to the dying value, and it says recovery check. It's a little die. When you hover over it, it says recovery check. Hmm. Are you on? The, are you on? And you are you? Have you opened up your character sheet? Got it. Awesome. No, no circumstance bonuses. <laughs> okay. You're dying. <laughs> uh, that is a failure. Oh. You go to dying two. Nice. No, hold on, little pup. This might just be the end of the my story. You know, Jacob, I'm getting PTSD from all your first encounters. Yeah, apparently I rocked <laughs> all first encounters with being super deadly. Did you apply the uh, epic Slaren, template? <laughs> I did not. Nope, this is just how it's going to go. Solarin turns to wee little bones because it's frightened of visage. Uh, is going to make one bite attack. Is it frightened of visage or frightened of everybody? It's definitely frightened that's... of everybody, but it's so it takes a penalty to this, which it, it automatically calculated in as frightened negative one. Okay. Uh. Uh, and so we let the bones gets hit for eight points of damage. Oof. And then uh, Slaren, feeling rather damaged and frightened of visage, begins, takes its next action and runs up into the next area. And attempts a hide. Uh, it is written in the character sheet. That is something. They're, and they're going to do something up there. So we're going to stay in initiative order though. Visage, what are you doing? All right. So now that I have a chance, I'm going to go over Tongo and eat him the healing potion minor. Nice. All right. You are healed seven points, so you are no longer dying. Oh, just kidding, wrong way. You are just wounded and on the ground. All right, all right. And I will, I guess, draw my hand cannon. All right. We let the bones. The dragon had taken enough damage from you, uh, met its threshold essentially, and it took off into the next area. Uh,. Wee Little Bones is very upset and will say, You can't get away from Wee Little Bones. And when it says Wee Little Bones, it's multiple voices that say Wee Little Bones. Oh, wow. So it's going to move. Let me see. I'm at 25 feet right here. Right, stop right there. Right. As you step there, uh, roll the the sheer slick of ice causes you to start to slip. Do me a favor and give me a acrobatics check. Okay. Acrobatics. Uh, I at least have a positive. <laughs> oh, not bad. Oh, that's wow. actually a success. Nice. So you begin to uh, slip and slide and you catch yourself. And you, it, her little toe bones, her little phalange, uh, uh, tarsals, her little tarsals go and scrape into the ice to steady herself. That's great imagery. Uh, and what you, you as you get back over here, as you come around the corner, you see the Salarin trying to hide around the corner and munching on a fish. We're coming for you. <sighs> I don't know how to eat you. Good. And so that was one move. Yep. It would move. 
uh, Wee Little Bones is very upset, so it would just come right up here and try to stab stab. Right. Uh, it is flat footed. I don't think so I need to. Flat footed in there for you, real quick. I don't think I need to roll again for my ancestor. Okay. But let me make sure. The ancestry change only happens at initiative, I think. Okay. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's how it is. Okay. And you, uh, you Oracle players, can always let us know down in the comments below <laughs> if we're doing it wrong. Uh, but that means uh, that I think I have a negative modifier. Ancestors. Minor curse. Oh, because you're not casting a spell. Right. Non-captured spells without duration and status bonus through damage is healing. The flat D check DC to you. Okay, I just have to make a a check. A flat check to make sure I can do it. Okay. Which is only six. So that's just a D... A flat check is just a D20 check, right? You roll a D20, yep. And if you get six or lower, you it gives you a penalty. Okay. Or you can't do it at all. I'm asking you. Uh, it's... Uh, other action is six. You get the mock... First benefit listed below. <laughs> I think I can't do it. Okay. Okay. Oh, here it is. When you try to use other flat checks, DC, on failure, you spend the action but gain no effect. Okay. Okay. All right. So, public roll. I guess just slash R 1D 20. Two. So that was two moves, and um, and uh, uh, I guess the confusion of the spirits that swirl inside of it keep it from stabbing appropriately. Uh oh, Tongo, you are laying in the snow, icy ground. You are no longer dying, but you are wounded. One. It takes one action to stand up. All right, let's do that. Is there somewhere I have to click to actually perform that action? Nope. Just tell me and I'll take away your prone. Yep, yep. So, yay, it's gone. Um, you stand up? Yeah, stand up, I guess. Be careful maybe. of the ice. Oh, I'm steady enough. Thanks for getting me back on my feet. It's not that... No time the bones went that way. The beast still lives? <laughs> yes. Then the game is on. Um, and I will begin moving so I can, oh, see? From here I can see it? Uh, yep, it is lesser coverage. But yes, you can see Salarin and we let the bones going at it. Okay. <laughs> this big, this big, almost large creature and these wee little bones. Yep. Does we little bones look damaged, and can we little bones look damaged? Uh, we little bones. Let's see, my max is fifteen, seven. Uh, probably has. We little bones looks on the outside like dried bones, but inside you see you see that part of her or its bones are cracked up, 
and there's little dribbles of blood and marrow that start are starting to seep out. Okay. In that case, I'm going to move up one more. That should still be within the right range, right, for one motion? 25? Correct. Yep. Uh, as you and step there... You would... Go ahead. I was just going to tell him, you would know from your adventuring together that if you use healing magic on wee bones, that doesn't work the right way. Oh, I know that, yeah. Yeah. He... Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Zechariah, yep, yep. your shuni begins to slip on the ice. Do me a favor and give me an acrobatics check to maintain balance. Absolutely. We can do that. We have that technology. A 12 is a failure. Uh, but you were moving in this direction, so you spin over to there it is written this is how this trap is written okay or hazard i should sell because they're not traps and you do not crash into a wall you crash into the ground and you are back into prone so you don't take damage <laughs> sure well, not flat-footed wrong button but you are prone on the ground as you smack into the snow okay so is that still one Which action still next to the... that is still only one action yeah all right then i want to cast what do we have here we're going to cast Touch of Corruption on Wee Little Bones. Yep. Click that, kick, click that cast button. And then do I have to click something else uh, to click. roll, or does yep, that there's automatically There's a healing do button at the bottom ah. in the chat box. If you click that, it'll... Uh, what does it look like as you touch... So, um, being on the ground, he's going to reach out and put his put his paws out, as though he's like almost scooping up or holding uh, delicately the bones, and he's going to kind of, in a grumble, gruff kind of chant, there's just kind of echoes and and rumbles around in the side of the cave, just delicately. Um, and with that is going to invoke out to the deities that the story of these bones is not yet complete. Whatever it is, whatever it needs to continue must be granted. And then I trust that the bones will continue with that. Well, the wee little bone is uh, darkly healed for six points of damage. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very appreciated. Very appreciated. Uh, Salarin is no longer flat-footed or frightened. That should be uh, what? Salarin. Okay. Say that again. That's that's, two I think actions? that's all three of your actions. Okay. Good. Good. Let me oh, let me look. Stand up. You had to stand up. Move. Yep. That's all three. All right. Because you had to stand up in the beginning. That's true. You just had to. You ended up prone. Uh, Salarin cackles. And looks at the wee little bones. And goes, the puppy friend is back for more. <laughs> Don't you touch my puppy! End me if you can. Uh, it has been two rounds, so it's first action. It does the breath attack. Please give me a DC uh, 17 fortitude save. Who? You. Wee little bones. Okay. Uh, fort. 
There we go. Roll. I, do you I see do, that almost do an 18? I do. I also want to remind you all that you have a hero point you can spend. Oh. So you would right-click on in the chat box, and you can re-roll using a hero point. Right where... Right, right click. Yep. Re-roll using hero point. Okay. That is better, but <laughs> still a failure. At least it's not a critical failure. Yes, that's true. All right. The breath hits you for 14 points of damage. Uh, that's actually going to put you down to dying. Uh, let me see. Nope. Waybones can collapse. So let me make sure that that is something that would not help me right now. Yeah, I think that's only against a critical hit. Uh, enemy, An enemy strike against you, yes, is a critical hit. Okay. Cancel. Okay. So it actually would have been better if it had crit. But what anyway. is what happens if they crit on you? If they crit, I can use collapse as uh, the the type of skeleton that I am. Okay. And it, I collapse into a pile of bones. Uh, it negates the critical hit, basically. Does it make it but, go up to a while well, collapse to a normal? Okay, so it still yeah. would have hit you like this. Yeah. Okay. And Salarin, uh, second action, moves over to the puppers and attempts to shove into the ice. Hold on. All right. Zechariah, yep. your 42 DC is a 16. They're going to attempt to shove you. Um... It, this roll is going to have a penalty of negative five because technically the attack trait happened. Okay. A so that's only an eleven. Eleven okay. does not successfully shove you. And then the you also have reactions. By the way, I wanted to remind you of. Um, you have. Yeah, you, know, you put a. Foe who dared harm you in their proper place, you command your enemy to kneel before you in obedience. If they dare to refuse, they pay a price. Um, mm. right. There's that. You want to read through that? So. Oh yeah, yeah. Can I use? Can I use that okay. in this condition here? Since it has damaged me, or attempted to? I think it has. To, it did attempt. I don't think it, it's, it was not successful. Let me double check it real quick. The trigger is, and uh, it has to be within fifteen feet. Damages you, and he did not damage you this time. Okay, and I didn't have a chance to respond that first time, really, because it dropped me in one. I guess Correct. it was well, it did drop me in yep. two, but that's fine. We'll make it a moment later on. All right, all right, and as the end of Solarin's turn, visage. All right, so can't really see much, so I'm gonna move up. All right. We'll try Intimidation once again. That is a failure. Failure. And might as well try shooting. Uh, that is a critical hit, though. Wow. Look at that. You fire off around. The loud sound cracks through. Uh, some ice chunks fall in the room that you're in. But your pistol hits true to Solarin. That one looks like it wounded Solar, and it, it winces as the bullet pierces 
Nice. What says this magics? Is it all three returns, Visage? Yeah. I wish I had a coming. If witty come back. <laughs> Tango, it is your or Tango, it is your turn. You are on the ground next to Salarn. You you clearly see it wince from the bullet shot. Is there a penalty for striking from prone with a javelin? Uh, it would. I have to double check. It gets a minus two. Yep, minus two. Um, probably want to stand up first. Let's let's stand up and hope that it doesn't have anything that allows it to react. First action stand. Nope. No, still good. Yep. Yep. Second edition got rid of a lot of uh, AO uh, attack of opportunity mm-hmm. stuff. They make they definitely make the battlefield way more uh, movable. Okay, so we're gonna go with we're gonna go with a uh, another javelin strike, and I'm going to encourage it to think a little differently. With seems you should find new hunting grounds. Wow, that is a nice hit. Roll damage. Oh, because you have magic weapon on there. Nice. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, as you pierce it with your javelin and you say those words, it looks at you clinging, barely clinging onto life, and it crumples over and smacks into the ground. As it does so, the ice cavern does rumble a little bit, but not enough to take it down. The gunshot definitely did a good cracking in here, but. Uh, that is the end of combat of the Salarn. But you do, we're going to stay in initiative only because we have a person dying on the floor. Yep. And a skeleton. Running low on options, we lift the bones. <laughs> it is your turn. Will you please give me a recovery check as your life essence is leaking out? Yeah, it's probably the spirit energy is probably fluttering and, and all that around it. So yep. recovery action. To so where's that on have an anti-healing potion? <laughs> Can I use my hero point he, to restore a focus point? <laughs> no, that is not possible. I love it. Now, I mean, if he succeeds at the we, uh, recovery check and goes down to just unconscious, then... Uh, technically, oh look at Aha. that! So he does succeed, and so he goes. He goes. So, so he is still unconscious. Oh, I gotta make you unconscious. But so now you guys can take time to do what you need to do. So technically, and I know so Zechariah, you're kind of new. Oh, you you take can take ten, 10 minutes. minutes to refocus. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you do know that. Okay. So. All right. Can I? Ooh, so I get to flavor my refocus, right? So, yeah, go ahead. Um, so I'm it. gonna take that time to go um, rest in the coils of the slain Tetzel worm, 
to appreciate the end of this creature's story and the passing on to Phrasma's judgment. And I'm going to feel the 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 warmth of the creature. If tetsaworms are are a warm creature, I just want to I want to feel that moment of the life ending and of the story being finished. And I'll use that to focus. I love it. Uh, as far as the warmth part, I would say that they are actually a little warm. Hmm. I mean, they're a living creature, so. All right, so you do your re-focus, uh, and you do your healing. We let the bones. You come back to life as your friend is healing you. So you're no longer unconscious. I mean, it's kind of unlife, but you know. Well, we're not gonna. We're gonna. Those are technical terms. We're not gonna get into. Visage during that ten minutes. What is it you do before we oh. jump to wee little bones coming back? So this is just probably gonna look at Tongo a little weirdly, and then just pull out the sword, cut off the the worm's head, and just take that. Uh, you're gonna cross the ice slick. He's gonna carefully do so. <laughs> Alright. If you so you can either attempt to do an athletics check to break the ice and roughen its surface, or you can uh, just try to balance across. Athletics away. Ah, right, look at that. You have disabled the trap, essentially. Making marring it up and getting across, and then you cut its head off. So while the Tongo is snuggling with the dead worm, you walk over and cut its head off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That's fine. All I right. appreciate that moment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tongo, you heal uh, We Little Bones and We Little Bones. What is your reaction to this? I imagine that uh, the spiritual energies were trying to see way and out of the the cracked bleeding bones but as they as that necromantic as the not necromantic as the uh energies come back in and coalesce it kind of like comes back up like those little uh little dolls with the string in them where you push the button and they fall down and you let the button go and they come back up mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it goes like what? and it goes it runs over to to the it runs over to Tongo and just hugs on it, it was mean to me and it's and it just runs over and tries stabbing on it and then starts looking for bones Tongo <laughs> will pull out his pull out his knife and start to like kind of carve the creature open, open up some of the bones, open up some of the uh, the scales, kind of look through the creature. He's not really, like, dissecting it, like, in any particular, you know, scientific way. Just kind of exploring, like, what, what was this thing really made of? It is meat, and it is bone, and it is scale, and eventually want to kind of cut down to the belly to see what has it consumed, what kept its life going. I presume it's fish. It's mostly just fish. Okay. Yes. Anything of 
interest in its gut besides fish. There is a a dagger. Okay. I will lay uh, the dagger to rest next to the worm, but beside it. Someday okay. somebody will come through and well, we'll, they're being all weird. Oh. Someday someone will come through and we'll <laughs> we'll see this and see the the life that it took and the life that it lost. So while they're being weird, Viz is just gonna, you know, search throughout the lair to make sure there's no like babies or anything like that. <laughs> I mean as a you spend ten minutes searching around, uh yeah. avoiding the weirdness. Yeah, the lair is quite empty. It looks like they've been just living here alone. Any loot or grave piles to dissect? Sadly, there is not. Wow. Um, that's kind of how the Pathfinder bounties work, though. The bounty is the creature. Yep. You get. I mean, you get your 16 gold pieces worth of a reward. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm. I was just a little interested because I guess that means it hasn't actually taken anything from the supply routes. Just literally going in there. Well, probably the fish or whatever. Yep, and eating all their fish, back. gnawing on them a little bit, and then coming back to its home. It just boggles Visage's mind that it didn't actually take treasures. <laughs> well, it's not exactly a dragon. It will. Truly just interested in fish. Hmm. Shouldn't have been interested in my dogs. Oh, indeed. But it decided that a kingdom of fish was worth living and dying for. And I think that is quite fascinating. That is a terrible Wait. life to live. Hmm. <laughs> Well, it is settled now. That is orderly, and it will bring peace and order to the people of the village. We should go and let them know that it can return to that swiftly. All right. So you guys take the four-hour trek back with the sled dogs that you had parked outside. Yeah. Yeah, Viz's will also take the dagger, thinking it may be part of the supplies that it accidentally ate or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Visage, as you look at it, you would know that it's a plus one dagger. Oh, snap. All right. Well, I don't think this is part of the supplies. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Absolutely. I, I don't need any more certainty. It is pretty clear. I talked to the whispers. They said it's fine. The whispers. <laughs> love it. I've got whispers too. What do you say? <laughs> that it was fine to take the dagger. We have a long journey back. What what do the whispers say? Little bones, what what did you make of this? Oh, there's lots of whispers, she says as as we're probably riding back. And she's not hiding like she's supposed to be right now. Mm. There's lots of them. Some of them say that it was a big meanie. Some of Weebones say that that it died 
Well, for good reason. Some of the wee bones didn't like that it died. And then the loudest, she says that no creature should upset the balance in the way it was. And no creature should take more than its allotment of death. But she doesn't talk a lot. Just very loudly. Oh yes, she's so loud. Always, always, always loud when she talks. Alright. So you guys make it back to the village for what you've started. Across White Fang Bay, successfully uh, on the dog sled, you have the head of Slarn. And you approach the village, um, and a one of the traders there, he notices you right away and sees the head and runs to fetch uh, their names for what you pull up. Unless someone told her to do different, we little bones would probably be sitting on top of the head with a little crown made of ribs from the <laughs> deal. And say uh, and say to say to Tongo, I decided I want to be queen after all. <laughs> uh, so as you approach the village, you uh, Jorn comes out with a couple of people behind him and Sashu following, and uh, Jorn walks up to you and he goes, "Oh, uh, you 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 did it!" Uh, well, that's not as nearly as big as I thought it was. Uh, wait, what is that thing? Well, there Waves. was more to it. It's just the head. Uh, <laughs> no, not not the, the, the thing riding the head with the, the crown. The tetzel worm declared it Have to be... Have you not seen bone before? Uh, wait. Well said. Uh, and they're... <laughs> They're gonna roll the reward. Cut, you cut right to the chase. I see. Oh, that's not for Slurn. But <laughs> Jorn, Jorn uh, is. Where did that come from? Is was that in its lair? It wee little bones came from a way long away. Wee little bones will be queen. The Reaper of life has been killed. What else is there more to say? Uh, uh, okay. Um, I, I guess fetch, fetch, the, fetch the goods, fetch the goods. And he waves uh, forth a couple of town village folk and they bring a sack of carvings and silver jewelry worth mm. 16 gold pieces. Is there any scrimshaw in that? Scrimshaw. Um, Bone car carvings. Yeah. Yep. Uh, sh yes. Yes, there is. We, I guess we little bones' eyes would light up at that, and she would just go over immediately and start looking. You tossing find... the, tossing oh, the boy. pretty thing, tossing the silver and and you know whatever away and specifically looking at the bones they are in the shape of 
uh, various sea creatures, one of them being a seal. I like this one. That one's the most well-crafted one. I think it's so like if you don't scatter the treasure everywhere. The what? Oh. It just starts picking up the treasure. Tonga will go and admonish the, uh, the, uh, the townsfolk that are, like, delivering these. You have a few years until another beast comes and lays claim to this land and your fish. Use them well. You don't know how long they will be before nature sets itself back in order. How do you know that? It is the way that nature works. Some days there are predators and beasts and you struggle to survive and other times you thrive and you grow and you make ready. This is one of those times. Use them uh, well. Uh, uh, and I think with that, he'll uh, just kind of dismiss the town. Just, just use them well. Go back over to Visage. <laughs> Did you find what you want? It seems that souls stopped crying out. I think we are to move on. Kind of look around. North. West. Uh, I'm sure we will have a light to guide our way. The little, the little bone well seems to speak to uh, we little bones. And uh, it just says, Petitioner's Point. So when are we going? Uh, which way is uh, is this Petitioner's Point? Petit... She's busy petting dogs. Petitioner's Point. Oh, I should know this. I want to go visit... For that. Yeah, you definitely roll knowledge for that. All right. Is that an Arison? Oh. It's probably probably somewhere cold. <laughs> it's actually not. It's. Uh, do you guys know where Derma is? Vaguely, yes. It's just south of. I know Derma. nothing about Glorian. Oh, that's correct. Derma. <laughs> um. Yeah, that's actually yeah. not terribly far from where uh, Tango's from. Yeah, it's just south of Derma, or it's in the southern section of Derma. Okay. And uh, Visage would actually know where that is. Um, the character would. The player would not. <laughs> <laughs> Are you referring to Petitioner's Point? That's the one. This little bone thing said we should go there. I like this little bone thing too. And she sticks it in her bag too. So she's got she's got most of the scrimshaw probably stuck in her bag. <laughs> That's five gold pieces worth of scrimshaw. Uh, one of them was in the shape of a llama. <laughs> or an alpaca, sorry. An alpaca. 
And she's got them over there kind of playing with them. Well, if she's it puts its spirit at rest, we might as well go. So you guys head off. And technically that track would take you south. Yep. Back towards the sun. Back where it's warm. <laughs> awesome. Well, Why that... are you worried about it being warm? Don't you have fur? <sighs> I'll just start like panting a little bit with the you know with the track just like yeah and just kind of scratch behind the ear a little bit and just like yeah south sounds like a good change of pace she crumples <laughs> into your backpack <laughs> and you guys begin to head south that is the end of this one shot. Nice. Thank you guys. Nice. I'll never it's feel really safe tight. again with a first combat. Really tight. My first <laughs> combats <laughs> apparently are extremely brutal. You guys are awesome. <laughs> Thank you guys. Thank you, Zach. You're for coming and sitting here. Uh, this has been another fantastical episode of AV Epics. We had Jacob from Jacob's Lab running one of the Pathfinder 2E bounties. It's the White Fang Wormling. White Fang Worm. The White Fang that Worm. That was awesome. So, uh, Pathfinder check out the bounty number for one. Everything, of course, for Pathfinder and for Foundry. That's where uh, we've been running the game in, and we're all really enjoying Foundry. Um, and of course, uh, Adam, I can't hear you right now, but would you like to give a shout out for your channel? <laughs> uh, visit us over at the end of Planar Crossroads. We're going to be doing our 1,000 subs giveaway, and I'm not sure what our goal will be after that, but. You can find out when I do. That's awesome. <laughs> Check them out. And of course, you can catch a lot of the guys here on Around the Hearth with Adam on his channel and of Planar Crossroads. Thank you guys all for being here. Thank you for joining the adventure. As always, if you want to become a part of the ever-growing forest known as Avenue Studios and join all these wonderful fellows here, you can uh, support us through Locals or Patreon. Doing so not only helps us continue to create high-quality content, but you can also gain access to our exclusive Discord where you can chat with us, play games, watch movies, and so much more, and join in on these live streams. As, of course, Mr. Moral Compass is one of our amazing supporters, and you can play games with him live um if that sounds like fun and of course we're doing our supporter challenge and as soon as we hit that goal we will be doing a special movie night with a whole lot of giveaways um again check out interplanar crossroads and uh thank you guys so much for joining the adventure and we will see you next time ciao now i'm gonna run away bye y'all the ending screen have a good one This has been another fantastical episode of the AV Epics Podcast, an Avenue Studios production. Do give us a review on your podcast app of choice to help spread the word. You can further support us and become a part of the ever-growing forest known as Avenue Studios by joining our Patreon or Locals community. Doing so will not only help us to continue creating high-quality content, but you will also gain access to bonus content and our private Discord, where you can chat with us, play games, watch movies, and so much more. Don't forget to check our podcast description for the music and ambience that we use. And thank you so very much for joining the adventure. And we will see you next time.